Welcome to Outback Talks, the employee engagement podcast. This podcast is produced by Outback Team Building and Training, a leading team building, training, and consulting provider for organizations across North America. I'm your host, Yasmin Shemish, and today we have a very special guest joining us. Brian McWilliams is a senior engagement consultant here at Outback, and he sat down with me to talk about the diversity of team building, as well as some of the most common and uncommon applications of it that he's seen throughout his 11-year career. Take a listen. I'm sitting here with Brian McWilliams. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brian. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Right. So you are a senior engagement consultant with us here at Outback. So how long have you been working at the company for? I've been with the company. It'll be 11 years this July. Hard to believe. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's a big milestone. It is. Yeah, for sure. So in that time, approximately how many team building activities do you think you've helped plan? Yeah, good good question. yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably think break it down and think about it per year on average doing, I would say, around 250 to 300 team, build, team building events per year. So I guess uh, that would be somewhere between 2,500 and probably 3,300 roughly, somewhere in that range over the, the past 11 years. So wow. quite a few for wow. sure. So who are some of your some of your clients that you've worked with over the years? So a lot, lot of the clients I work with are Fortune 500 companies, um, and a lot of major corporations. So companies like Microsoft, TD Bank, Deloitte, ExxonMobil, those types of uh, organizations, Bell Canada. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot, lot of different uh, corporations, good, good amounts of employees and typically do offsite conferences. And uh, we've had the pleasure of working in almost every type of, of industry from telecommunications to tech uh, to pharmaceutical. So yeah, all, all different realms. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so now you just mentioned offsite conferences, um, but what are some common reasons that organizations usually reach out to you? Yeah, lot, lots of different reasons. And anytime there's a catalyst for bringing a team together, it would be a, a good opportunity for a team build. So a lot of the common scenarios would be leadership retreats for executive leadership groups or key management teams, uh, sales kickoffs or sales conferences, uh, regional offsites for HR groups. Mm-hmm. Some of the more interesting ones or unique ones would be things like product launches, uh, recently, I've seen a bit of a trend with pharmaceutical drug launches. We've seen some interesting ones where some companies have been working on a new new drug for 10 years, and there's been a lot of hype, a lot of buildup, and they've finally launched the drug, and it's an opportunity to celebrate and bring their whole team together. Mm-hmm. So some situations like that. And, uh, and then sometimes just simple quarterly team builds where they want to groups at a local regional office or headquarters want to get out of the office for a few hours in the afternoon on a Friday or uh, middle of the week and just uh, and just build some camaraderie, have some fun, break down barriers, uh, those types of things. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be an organized offsite. A lot of it could be a localized thing where they, they just want to get out of the office as well for a few hours. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So do you see a lot of unique applications of team building as well aside from those sort of more common themes yeah that's that's a good good question i'd have to think think about that a little bit more i I think i'd probably go back to what i mentioned a minute ago and in the more unique ones would be 
pharmaceutical drug launches or uh, a big product launch um, that's gone on. I, I guess it would depend on on definition of unique or what we were thinking of with unique. I think some of the more interesting ones I've worked on is when there's been some uh, mergers or acquisitions and you've got two different cultures coming together and forming one company mm -hmm. um, through the merger and acquisition can be pretty interesting and pretty unique in a sense there where you you literally have two separate cultures and you're trying to create one in the merger and come out as one team. It can be quite a unique scenario to be involved in those and hear ideas from both sides of the table and try to come up with a collaborative approach that's going to work for everyone, one team moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I've seen more of those recently and, and I consider those quite unique, the, the mergers for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, what about, um, what about really customized team building events, like unique applications in that sense? Have you seen a lot of those? Yeah, tons of those. And one of the one of the trends we've noticed in recent years is, as I mentioned, a lot of these team builds have been applied as a component or segment of a multi-day offsite, where of course there's going to be other things going on: keynote speakers, planning sessions, um, addresses from either the CEO or vice president of companies, and some of them could be new themes or goals for the company moving into the new year. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this stuff could kick off at the start of the year. Obviously companies have different fiscal years, so it could start off at the, the kickoff of their fiscal year. And what we've noticed is companies don't want just a random team building event to be plopped in the middle of a two or three day conference with no context and no flow to the other elements or components of that three day conference. Uh, the feedback being that if you just have a random idea that just plops in, it's going to feel disjointed and participants aren't going to feel as engaged because it's not very relevant. The mm -hmm. feedback could be, hey, we just had this keynote speaker that was talking about this specific topic and then you threw us right after in a team building event that was completely different and there was no tie-in, no relevance. So what we've been finding is when I'm consulting with my clients, one of the questions I love to ask is, is there an overarching theme to your retreat, to your offsite, to your town hall? Because quite often what we can do is we can use that information and pick one of our standard events because we have over 60 different themes and options for team building programs. Mm -hmm. Pick a standard event that organically will tie into that theme for the conference or we can take that theme and we actually have a custom creative department they can layer in that theme and messaging into the team build to bring it to life and then make the team build feel like it's actually designed and it's bespoke for the client conference. And therefore, the engagement will go up and then some of the retention of the learning and takeaways will go up as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great uh, that's a great point that you made. Um, that was actually something that I, I wanted to touch on with you as well, is that, you know, if a client does want to customize something so much, is there ever... An, a, a time where perhaps, you know, the, the intention of the activity can be lost in translation of that, you know, and then finding that balance between making sure that their needs are met and that the intention of the program is still there. How, how do you find that balance when, when those things occur? Yeah, that's a good, good thought. I think it's a, an interesting question. I think it's got to be 
the theme has to be realistic in, in, in terms of being able to bring it to life and incorporate it into a team building event. Mm-hmm. So for example, some common themes that I've, I've worked on in the last couple of years could be things like uh, one team together or rise up together. And there's things, those types of themes we can bring to life through a team building event. But if it was too, if it was too specific or too technical, for example, there's certain technical things we just couldn't bring to life, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's say core values of a company or core themes of a product launch, we, there's a good chance we could work that into an existing team building event and bring it to life. But that, that would be, I think my biggest take takeaway is it it can't be too complex Mm because there's only so much we can do in a two to three hour team building event mm. to bring it to life and make it still engaging, still interactive, still relevant. If it's too technical, it might be better served bringing that message to life through a keynote speaker or through an internal uh, L&D session, for example, to bring that technical information to light for mm. the, the participants. Because ultimately the team build still has to be engaging it still has to be hands-on it still has to be interactive it still has to be experiential mm-hmm. and sometimes if the content is is too high level too in depth it, it you just can't incorporate it um, but most of the time with with conference themes and company core values we're able to bring them to life mm-hmm. that's great yeah. and the great thing is too i mean being someone who, who has so much experience in this field you you know you understand you know how to help that client meet their needs you know if maybe there is something too complex and then you know here's a way that we can balance it to to sort of meet in the middle for sure yeah absolutely yeah. and we're i mean our, our we're invested in these relationships long term we a lot of the clients I've been I've been working with I've been working with them literally for seven eight nine years and they'll mm-hmm. come to us year after year for for the uh, annual conferences and for other other professional development or employee engagement opportunities, and the we're invested in the success of each of the events and we want to put our best foot forward, and I have absolutely no qualms with telling a client that hey I think we're grasping at straws a little bit here and mm-hmm. be realistic with the outcomes. And if we feel like we can't deliver on something or something's a bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. we'll be upfront about that because we we're putting our brand forward. And, and I understand clients have certain objectives and they have to get certain takeaways out of us, out, out of a program. And if we don't feel we can deliver on that, we'll be very upfront with them about that and see if we can brainstorm alternative ways to meet the same objective. Or if there's other tools or services that could, uh, be delivered to to help meet that objective for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think overall, most of my experience, the the custom content that clients want to bring forward, it's not overly overly complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like as an example, I had a I had a, a tech client do an executive leadership retreat a few years back, and they had three leadership principles that were two words each. And we created this really unique custom program uh, around uh, mandalas where essentially each group of six, they were given a bunch of different colors of sand and they had to create a beautiful art project, a mandala and all these, it was all about patience and mindfulness and empathy and creating the mandala. And then at the end, so it was a colorful project. There was probably, I think in total about 21 teams and then at the end, or there actually, now that I think it through, there would have been more than that. There would have been about 38, 39 teams. 
And then at the end, the facilitator gave each team a letter, printed out letter, and then a bag of white sand. And they were given the instructions to superimpose that letter on top of their Mandela design. So one team would do an E, another team might do an F, another team might do a D. And then essentially what we did is we lined up all the, the, the boards, the product or projects in order, and then the superimposed letters with these beautiful back, colorful backdrops and designs spelt out the three leadership principles that the company was launching at that executive leadership retreat. And then we had our graphic designer put it together uh, on a, a beautiful project. And then they built a, a custom quilt that went up in the company's head office with the three leadership principles. So that's an example of they were talking about those leadership principles throughout the entire two-day retreat. And then it was brought to life through an experiential ex two-hour experience and everybody remembered it and then you had an end project afterwards right so just as an example of that was an event we had never run before and the mm -hmm. client came to us with the objective of we want to bring these leadership principles to life because they're incredibly important in our business moving into 2018 so then we came up with this way to do it and mm -hmm. it, it went over quite well and the feedback was quite strong and then the, the lasting benefit they actually have this beautiful art piece to remember it by absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. and I'm, I'm sure i would imagine as well every time that they they look up at that thing too the quilt they're gonna remember for sure you know all of the great points of their activity and the things that they learned and how they felt and absolutely all of that yeah that's really cool yeah, absolutely because i think it's yeah i'm a huge believer in, in people different people learn and retain knowledge in d different ways and i've read a lot of studies that talk about people who pick things up through experiential learning in an experiential way versus in an intellectual way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great at one of these conferences, you could have a keynote, you could have a member of leadership speak about what the three leadership principles mean to the organization in a very intellectual way. Mm -hmm. I think that's phenomenal. But if you can backfill it and layer in an experiential activity like I just described for mm -hmm. all the experiential learners in the room, they're now going to absorb it and pick it up through that process as well. And then what was said earlier will land and be actually remembered by everyone. So mm -hmm. um, that type of dual purpose or dual learning approach can have big impact. And if the message is as is important enough, which I for a lot of companies, I would hope the leadership principles are important to really layer in and really hammer home it's worth approaching it from a few different angles and making sure that it really is retained. Because uh, in, in my experience, a lot of times that can be the sole purpose of these two-day retreats is obviously collaboration, get some face time, but launch the new core values and the new, new leadership principles and make sure the leaders know them and understand why they're important. Mm -hmm. yeah, so this is a vehicle to do that. That's a, a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful example you just, you just gave. Um, is there, just off the top of your head, what is the most unique application of team building that you've seen? Yeah, that, that, would, be, uh, <laughs> that would be one of them for sure. And then, as I mentioned earlier, like I, I think it's just really cool. Recently, some of these pharmaceutical companies I've worked with that are creating incredible drugs and medical devices that are, are helping thousands of people around the world and their team have literally been at it for 10 years coming mm -hmm. up with with the drug and they finally launched it and there's just so much energy and there's so much excitement and instead of just running like a traditional 
party, like, hey, let's just have some food and beverage. They're actually doing some experiential team building events uh, with some charitable components that basically celebrate this massive win that the thousands of people or hundreds of people that have been working on this drug or medical device for the last 10 years, they've literally invested their heart, soul, souls into it and they've launched it, they've succeeded, it's helping tens of thousands of people. And then we'll, we'll bring to life an experiential team building event that recognizes them, that rewards them, gives them a platform to collaborate and celebrate each other, mm -hmm. but they can also layer in a philanthropic element where there's a build item or a care package that's built. I recently worked on one where we did, it was a, a pharmaceutical drug that helped children in, in, um, in hospitals, sick children, mm -hmm. and they actually, as part of the event, they built these care packages with a bunch of care items that were going to go to their patients. Mm. So then you talk about like collaboration and making an impact. Of course, their drug is making a huge impact, but then so is this team building event and all these care packages that they're giving to their patients as part of the drug launch. Um, so incredibly mem memorable and you've got thousands and thousands of dollars of, of donated items going to these kids in need. Mm -hmm. So those types of stories, I think from a human level are the ones that land the most because mm -hmm. inherently people do like to give, they do like to help, um, they do like philanthropic actions and these experiential charitable team builds that tie directly into a company's patients uh, makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. from all angles. So I worked on one of those recently out east and I, I would say those are probably my favorite ones to, to work on and, and definitely have the the biggest impact. And you mentioned a minute ago about the memory afterwards, the feedback I always get from clients when I reconnect six months or 12 months after a philanthropic event is they'll say, we're st we still remember the massive impact that donation had. And then through that memory, I remember who, which of my colleagues I did it with, what I learned about them, the energy of the night, all the positivity of the, the activity uh, and everything else. So yeah, tons of, of uh, positives that come out of those philanthropic events for sure. That's wonderful yes. because because then it's not just about, you know, helping the internal team, it's, you know, doing it for a larger purpose for sure and giving back yeah. it's really amazing absolutely and it all it all ties in right and i think in today's business world we're we're everyone is so busy everyone's going a mile a minute there's hundreds of emails in your inbox unread at all times and <laughs> people are busy and if you're going to ask them to take two to three hours out of pocket to go do an event like this it's got to have impact it's got to be meaningful it's got to be relevant and if you just pick a random team build just to do a team build the feedback i receive from clients is it doesn't land like the people are too busy to do that it has to be relevant it has to be bespoke to their group and all these things we're talking about and then participants leave saying wow i am going back to uh probably a few voicemails and a bunch of in uh, a bunch of emails from being out of out of pocket out of the office for the afternoon but it was worthwhile because we just gave ten thousand dollars worth of gift baskets to sick children Mm -hmm. versus, hey, we were just playing around with some goofy team build for a few hours. I would have rather probably been at work, mm -hmm. right? So it's got to have that impact for sure because people are busy. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for taking the time to chat with us. This was really wonderful. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of Outback Talks. 
Thank you so much again to Brian for taking the time to be on our show today. And thank you for listening. Outback Team Building and Training helps organizations across North America build relationships through memorable team building, training, and consulting experiences. And our team has been recommended by over 14,000 corporate groups in the United States and Canada. For more expert advice on team building and employee engagement, visit the downloadable resources section of our website at outbackteambuilding.com to take a look at our free guides or just get in touch with one of our employee engagement consultants. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Until next time, this is Outback Talks, the employee engagement podcast.